Hey, what's up? I'm former Bills receiver Stevie Johnson, and you're listening to Nate and the fellas on the Circle in the Wagons podcast. It's only one way to roll. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills, baby. Where else would you rather be than right here? Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times. Here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. What a joke. Yes, yes, I am done with this team. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm reading the tweets. They had it won? Yeah, well, that f- fuck that. Like, th- that's not the reason they lost. No. Taron Johnson, I feel bad, really bad for Taron Johnson. He's not the reason they lost. Defense... MVP all around. Offense and special teams sucks all around. There needs to be significant changes. What needs to be changed, though? What's going to change? What's going to be different? Offensive coordinator is one of them. But it wasn't Ken Dorsey's fault tonight. This was not Ken Dorsey's fault. Special teams coordinator is another one. Those four turnovers, you can't blame on Ken Dorsey, though. And that's the issues they've been having all season is just turning the ball over and just not being able to, but they couldn't, they can't sustain sustain drives either though. That that also, but it's not all on Dorsey, I guess is what I'm saying. Did you see that? Did you hear them say at the end that they're, the bills haven't been 500 since Josh Allen's rookie season this far into the season. Yeah. Did this team is why like, let's say we lived healthy lives. We would normally live to like 85, 90, maybe. (sighs) Like this team is the reason why we won't make it past seventy. <laughs> this specific, with my luck, they'll 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 win the Super Bowl when I would have been seventy-one. <laughs> we'll kick it, and then all of a sudden they'll have that Super Bowl parade, right? No, I still think Dorsey's the most the biggest issue on the entire organization. Agreed. I'm not saying there's not other issues, right? That one Allen interception was terrible. He fumbled the the handoff. The other interception went through the receiver's hands into the into the interception. Like Cook fumbled it like three times or two times. He got he got one of them back. You're muted. Said he got lucky on that one, but that's where their luck ended. No, it's the the offense and special teams. That's the issue, and it has been right. Special teams since, sucks since, since since after the week four, since after the Dolphins game. They can't do they can't do anything to return the ball or have any good returns, and then they let the other team return the ball very easily and get great field right. position. At one point they were saying that the Broncos average drive start was on their own forty two yard line. And that wasn't all special teams, but a good chunk of it was. Yeah. Hey, so you were saying like, you know, blame on Dorsey. we're so like with Josh Allen, like, I mean, he does definitely deserve some of the blame, but I feel like some of that blame. No, no. I mean, for this particular game, the entire offense is at fault, mm-hmm. and and the special teams, right? Yeah. Very few shining lights there, right? I, I mean, Cook ran it well when he didn't fumble it, right? Yeah. And oh, Reed Ferguson made a great play, but like, <laughs> what? Why are they celebrating so hard when like the guy returned it so? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I get that the long snapper and the kicker don't get to make tackles very often, but like that's not really 
celebration worthy, I <laughs> yeah. don't think. Right? Like when they already returned it so far. Yeah, it great hit. Now it was like twenty five yards after he caught it. Great. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Meanwhile, the defense, who was down five starters, and the offense had four turnovers plus a turnover and downs at midfield, they played amazing. I, I really hope Taron Johnson doesn't like blame himself for this because no. You know, I was seeing something um, in particular that Taron Johnson played, John, where it was like, um, you know, that that sort of play shouldn't be rewarded to the offense and underthrown ball like that, you know? And like, because that's that's essentially what happened is it was, you know, defensive pass interference because the ball was so underthrown that Judy had to come back for it. So then he couldn't get to the ball because Taron Johnson was in his way. So I get that why it's called um, pass interference. Um, the thing it was is, the right call. It, w- uh, it was, I mean, right? Yeah, you got it. You got it. He did turn around, though. That's that's where it gets kind of iffy. Is like he did turn around, but by the time he turned around, he was you know it was too late. But these, to... but these, but these things, right? Like that, like that play, and like the twelve men at the end of the oh, twelve like, men. None of that. None of that should have mattered. It, they should have. They should have lost anyway. Like, uh, dude, wasn't you know, wasn't the twelve men the icing on the cake though? Like the twelve men on the field to stop that missed field goal. The Bills had it won. The Bills won this game, and yeah, but I mean, we we're talking about this yesterday, right? Like that, there's a really good possibility that we're going to win this game, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And then the season will be over, and it kind of is, right? Even if they won, right? Let's say he misses the field goal, right? Yeah. What what, what do you what are they going to do? They got the 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 Jets who they already lost to, and then then at the Eagles, and then at the Chiefs, right? They yeah. uh they play some other team I'm not going to mention, and then. They play the Chargers in in Los Angeles, right? And then they play the Patriots, who they lost to. And then they're in Miami. I'm trying to get to the... Maybe they win only one more game. Then what's going to happen? Yep. Trying to find this playoff simulator. The Bills, 5-4, and make playoffs, win division. Dropping their chances of making the playoffs to 36%. The Bills dropped their chances of making the playoffs to 36% after the Bengals lost. What do you think it is now? 15 Time to start tanking, man. <laughs> it's time to start just like you know what I don't want. I don't want the Bills to all of a sudden come to life like they're this amazing team. <laughs> like they just I, I don't want that to happen. I don't want them to all of a sudden find their way on offense and then go nine and eight. I don't want that. I mean, if they did, that's still encouraging for future years, right? It's just that like right now, we want significant change, right? We want like somebody to be fired or some some major change in philosophy. But if it all of a sudden starts clicking, then it's a different story. But look, it's we've been waiting since like the last five weeks have been terrible. So we've been we've been waiting this long for it, and it hasn't happened. It's like oh, they'll make second half adjustments. Well, they haven't made any adjustments the last four or five weeks. Like what second half adjustments are they going to make now, right? Yeah, we get into each game, and I'm like, this is the game where they turn it around offensively, where they limit the mistakes, where they actually come out on fire. And it's just another game where they make turnovers, dumb decisions, three and outs. <laughs> you know, they, they just can't get out of their own way. All these shotgun plays are killing me. I, like, why do they keep doing that? Fourth and two, shotgun. What? What? Why? Yeah. They they went for the two points on the one yard line. They made it, and they did the shotgun play and everything. But I was like, "Oh my god, why are they doing this again?" Like, I didn't like the play call. I I I like like they somehow got it, but like like that one play. Um, 
later in the game where they it looked like they actually did a play action play and had a big gain to Gabe Davis. I'm like, oh my god, they, they just did a play action. <laughs> that, like that's what they're good at. Like why don't they do that more? Motion. They need more motion. They need more motion. I was just about to say that. I don't understand why the Bills haven't figured that they should. Like Dan Orlovsky tweeted that. He's like, for God's sake, please, for the love of all that's holy, let try to do that. Try to do a little bit of motion to help the, the offense out in some way, shape, or form um, against this defense. Anything you can do to help the offense. The Bills are like, nah. Why would we do that? Why would we start doing something different that could help us? Mike, what's going on? Is up. <laughs> so we've been Good so we've been just kind of riffing for the last ten minutes or so about uh <laughs> about uh this Bill's loss against the Broncos twenty four to twenty two. Uh just right after the game reactions to this. Um real quick, this episode is brought to you by the Twin Spire Sportsbook at Delago at the Delago Resort and Casino in Waterloo, New York. Um the Bills had the game one. At the end of the game, um, the Broncos missed a field goal. They'd already botched two extra points, but that wasn't enough for the Bills. They had 12 men on the field. Didn't that just feel like like when that happened, I was just like, that's funny. I wasn't even angry. I was kind of angry, obviously, but I was just like, are you kidding? You were transported to 20 years ago. <laughs> oh, this feels – I was like, this feels oddly comfortable. A warm, a warm blanket. blanket. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like – Like going home. <laughs> it's like a warm – you felt like, oh, this is – this is familiar. This is it's almost, but it doesn't feel great. It feels like a, a weird comfort, like when you sit on a toilet seat of someone that's just been on it and it's all warm, and you're like, mm. "This feels good," but it doesn't at all. <laughs> it feels comfortable and warm. Yeah, I know I used that one recently, but okay, it wasn't that bad. But yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. Oh, I'm trying to think what year it took you back to 2003. Anxiety riddled Nate. No, anxiety riddled Nate has not <laughs> gone away. <laughs> that's just he's just taking an older form. <laughs> <laughs> he just realizes he has less time that he has to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I, th- I think like if I have to put a positive spin on it, and very fluky. So many like oh my gosh that that first Broncos touchdown like it was an Amazon game, but the Amazon uh, chance of completion on that play what, what it would have been in that was insane. Um. Oh my gosh! Just ridiculous, and then oh, insanely terrible for us. The yeah, turnovers, yeah. the turnovers, turnovers. There was there was four, uh, and then there was another one on downs. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying the Bills deserve to win, but they deserve to lose that game. But you play it 50 times, it felt like the Bills would win 40. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like this is this is kind of how this season's been though. Since ever since the Dolphins game, it's been like this type of game. I haven't even been track keeping track of how many points the Bills have lost by, but I feel like it's been a touchdown or less in every single loss that they've had for the most part, and it's just they can't get out of their own way. But, uh, yeah. So, but we, they got to regress to the mean on some of these fluky things, don't we? How did you feel about Cook? Like um, when they took Cook out after the fumble, I'm a little bit like, ah, that feels like Bill Belichick. Like you're taking very vindictive on the dude. Like I'd rather like leave him in, show confidence, like just – Feed him, live and die. But then, how he kept fumbling. Like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe McDermott. Knows why did McDermott? Why did McDermott let him back into the game? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It was like definitely, like a fumble right when he 
got back, right? We could have easily not. I don't know if that's on him or Allen or both of them. And then the long run that like a miracle came down and it bounced right back into his hand. <laughs> Just I like could, I could see. Yeah, I can see both ways on that. Like, I mean, as soon as they pulled Cook, Lat- Latavius Murray had a couple of great runs. Uh, but then, like, obviously that kind of waned. So they had to bring Cook back. I mean, it's not like his rookie year where, like, remember his first carry? First carry ever. His whole, whole career was a fumble. Uh-huh. He's one of your more dynamic players on offense. You have to play him. So, I mean, what are you going to do? The one was, I think, on Allen. The, the oh handoff. yeah, the handoff was. Were you counting that one too, Mike? The handoff botch, botch handoff. I think it was more on Allen. It, it, it could have been a combination. Cook wasn't looking. Could have been a combination. Well, I think he was expecting it up high, and if you look at the replay, Allen, it was already dropping by the time Allen was trying to give it to him because he he botched the handoff portion of it. So he's like, it was already he like lost grip of it or something. I think that's how that happened. But even so, you're right, John. I think he's one of your more dynamic players. I I think I come out on both sides because it's like you have to sit him down. Maybe he's not in the right headspace. You want to put him back out there so that he could fumble the ball again. But at the same time, do you want to be like draconian, like Bill Belichick, and just like you know, nope, you fumble the ball, you're out, you're out for the rest of the game. Like you can't, you can't do that. Teaches him a lesson. The other factor which they brought up on the broadcast was you know he was running angry and, and hard when he did come back in because can we just say one thing because nobody's going to listen because it's a, lot. It's it's a, a terrible, terrible loss, yeah. loss i don't like how you guys attribute your ideas to other people like no that's your idea john you don't have to say oh you heard it somewhere else that's you <laughs> <laughs> you remembered it you're bringing it up like your synapses are firing like you're putting your own spin on that that's you <laughs> nate's always attributing things to places too like I never even heard of that place name. I, I could just Nobody's say I could out. literally take a Sal Capaccio <laughs> tweet or something, and then just like that has like a hundred thousand likes, and be like, say the same thing basically verbatim, and and just pretend like it's mine. That's 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 pure Nate right there. Yeah, nobody would know. Maybe like ten people would know, but not the majority. I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. Just don't tell yourself. Short. Well, in that instance, they made a good point, so that's why I said that. But. I guess it doesn't matter in the grand scheme, right? <laughs> Nothing does. <laughs> this doesn't matter in the grand scheme. Of- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even know why I follow sports. This is so dumb. I feel so bad. Imagine, think about all the people that got so much more sleep tonight because they didn't, they're not sports fans. They they got, maybe they cleaned a few more dishes than we did. Maybe they, you know, got lunch ready for the next day while we're watching the game. They got a nice night's sleep. <laughs> we're, we're we're we ended up, you know, gonna feel like shit tomorrow. Gonna feel, yep, tomorrow's gonna gonna suck like normal. Um, the only saving grace from like a win loss standpoint is I'm not. I wasn't surprised that they lost. So that's good. Yeah, that's okay. I guess. I mean, it doesn't make me feel better. But they scored with way too much time. Why did they do that? Why did they score so quickly? I mean, no, they should have. No, the, I think they should have scored even more quickly than they did. Because once they got to the two minute warning, then then all bets were off. But if they scored when it was like three and a half minutes, still right. I get that they were running it, which was good because they did they did need to score a touchdown. So, however, they scored a touchdown was you know you you can't nitpick that part of it. But like, I mean, screw that though. All the stuff that happened earlier in the game, why weren't they doing that before? Like. Like running the ball against the worst run defense in the NFL, yeah, 
or running the ball the last five games. Like this is just it's a it's a philosophy thing. It's it's been too little, too late every single game. Too little, too late, and too many mistakes. I feel like that's if you were to if you were to put a theme on every game since the Dolphins game that they've lost. Too little, too late. Uh, injuries, obviously, but then <laughs> I feel like that's everything. But then turnovers, just. <laughs> Also, play calling. Yeah, play calling is that's a good one, Mike. How about coaching penalties? penalties. But even but even the injuries. The Bills had five defensive starters out, and they played amazing. And the offense turned the ball over four times, plus the turnover downs in midfield. So it's like five turnovers essentially. So five starters out, five turnovers, and the defense did amazing. Yeah, I give a lot of credit to the defense. Defense, defense. No. <laughs> All we needed was one stop at the end. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I feel like the offense put them in. But then we're like, oh, DeMar Hamlin's entering. Uh, I, can't <laughs> I, I said the same thing. I was like, well, it'd be great if you made a good play, but uh, it's not good that our third string safety is in or, you know. But I don't know. It's, yeah, it was, it was 20. What was it? What was the score? 20? 24-22. Yeah, defense. Yeah, 24 points for all those things that, that happened. Five turnovers, essentially, and five defensive starters out. And Von Miller not being 100%, so maybe six, maybe essentially six. Not being 100%. Is that dude 20%? <laughs> yeah. Like, I saw every play I saw him, He it's like he didn't have arms. Like, he never raised his hands, never reached out to – I don't know if you guys know. I was specifically watching him because Nate was, like, so – like, highlighted him like anybody would, like his revenge game. I just saw him, like, running around with his hands down on his sides, trailing the play. Yeah. I didn't notice him doing that, but then I didn't notice him at all. So there, there goes. I mean, that's one in your favor, Mike, for that point. I, I was so happy when the Bills got back to back sacks that like Von Miller wasn't in on those plays. I'm like, good. I'm like he should. It's a critical time of the game. He should not be on the field right now. So, Vanessa Alvar had a really good game. Bernard had a good game. Like the for being down three defensive starting backs, defensive backs had a good game. Yeah. Like defense is good and. I think McDermott called a good defensive game also. So your wall offense, offense and special teams, on the other hand, they're terrible. Both of them. And they have been, and they have been atrocious. Um, So if you guys were, if you were to do your wall of fame for this game, John, it sounds like you're giving it to the, to the defense in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't disagree with, with that. Like you mentioned those, the defensive linemen, um, they look good. There were times where I wish there was a little bit more pressure. I wish they would have had a spy earlier on Russell Wilson um, to but stop. McDermott, those... McDermott adjusted. He did adjust. And, put, and Dorian Williams became a spy, and he was, I would say, fairly effective. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the time of possession thing was not in the Bills' favor. It was 37-22 uh, for the Broncos. You know, I was listening to Sal Capaccio, and I tweeted at him, but he never responded back. Um, <laughs> what did we just say? <laughs> But he never responded back. But he never responded back. Well, no, no, I'm kind of like... (laughs) No, you had a thought. (laughs) No, I'm actually disagreeing with his thought. what? So so he he was... I was listening to his extra point show on WGR, uh, and he's like, what does time of possession matter? At the end of the game, it's just a number. And I'm like, I agree with that in a vacuum, but the reality is that your defense, it just means to me at least, that your defense is just on the field for that much longer. And it just means that they're that much more gassed than they normally would be. Like, they might have been able to hold off the Broncos on that last drive if the offense was able to sustain a little bit, like five minutes off the field. Are you telling me that, like, and, I, and I've never played football, you know, more than Pop Warner, right? I have no idea, right? Like, I, 
completely oblivious to this, but I would think if you had to play five minutes less in a game, you would be that much more ready. It's just like, now, as soon as you play 15 minutes of football, like it's, you're just going to be tired no matter what. I don't think that's the case. I think if you have five minutes less or 10 minutes less, or in this case, 17 minutes less of rest than the other team, then you're going to be gassed a lot more, no matter how many substitutions are in, right? Yeah, I agree. Like it's like I was texting you guys. I was like, at some point, this isn't sustainable, and the defense is going to break. And it did, because like at the end of the five, game. like five turnovers essentially, and then like all the guys that are like they did great, but the, and they did as much as they could. It's the offense's fault and the special teams' fault this this week. And over the course of the season, it's been mostly the offense's fault, even though special teams isn't been great either, but. Special teams. So, so you put that special teams. So I agree. Special teams has been terrible, actually, because they actually cost the Bills a game. You think that's on McDermott or the special teams coach for having too many men on the or too many men on the field? I feel like that's a special teams coach sort of thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that specific play, but it feels like that. But in general, they were terrible this game, and they haven't been good all season. So, like, I'm part of me is looking at the general picture, right? Like, how do we fix the team, right? Yeah. Defense has been fine, despite crazy injuries to superstars milano trey white and even like benford is a starter and you know and daquan jones you saw the effect that daquan jones was out last year how, how it affected the team when he was injured so i think defense is fine but the special teams has not been good and the offense in particular like they've been terrible like I get, I get sometimes the defense has secured the offense. Sometimes the offense has secured the defense, but the offense is not holding up its bargain. Not, like, and the question, do the question is do though, something. like now that, it, sorry, go ahead. No, it, it comes from the top, right? It's, we all know Josh Allen is really good, right? Like usually can I, can anybody argue that Josh Allen's really, he had one bad interception and maybe that fumble handoff thing <laughs> uh, <laughs> this week, but like, there were drops by Diggs yep. and Davis and Kincaid. Like one of them led to an interception, and then is any of that on him? Like throwing the ball is like on one play, the dude is like five yards from him and just like throws it as hard as he possibly can. But <laughs> it makes me think of like a to- like a toddler running up to you with the ball. He's been playing with like, like the, the Gabe Davis one. He's been playing with him for four years, every year in practice and in games. Like, shouldn't they be used? used that, to that? that ball that was behind him. What through his hands? Should he should have caught that? Wasn't a good he should have caught that ball. He should have caught it, but it wasn't a good throw. And, and the Kincaid one and the Diggs one. There's at least three drops by three different receivers that should have been caught. If it hits you, if it I hits mean, you, and and if it hits you in the hand, it should be caught. Yeah, whether but it's if, behind you, especially or... if it hits you in both hands, it should really be caught. It went through his hands, didn't it? <laughs> Yeah, he just didn't close it. It wasn't like it, it hit it, and it was just no one ran through his hands. I think both of them. That's definitely on on Davis. Sure, it could have been a little bit better, but but from a fixing the offense standpoint, right? Like, so they've had drop issues in the past, not just this game, but over the last couple of years. But I think the bigger issue is Dorsey. Not enough play action. Not enough under center. Too much shotgun. Not enough motion. Too, too much shotgun empty backfield, especially on third and fourth and short. I think he's got to go. Like I've been giving the benefit of the doubt for a year and a half, but like the last four or five games, like I'm done. I, this is it. I can't. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I don't even. I'd say this is one of those games where I blame him even less than most games. But he's still. But from an over, help. but from an overall perspective, right? 
like it, like going back to the too little too late thing. Like, oh great, he put together a drive towards the end of the game. He ran the ball to Cook. Great, it's a little too late. Yeah, where was this? Where was this the whole entire game? Why that you... didn't happen? That didn't happen before. Why are you saving your best stuff? Oh, I... oh, Josh, Josh Allen designed a run for a touchdown. That's fantastic. I haven't seen that in five games. Genius, genius. Why didn't they do that half? The... Yeah. How do you fix the team? It's the offense. Offense is the issue. Dorsey's gone in plays. Plays don't look great. Even even like when they work out, right? Like I mentioned before, the 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 two point conversion, which I go either way. I'm going for. It's good that they did at the time, but there was a poor play call. They got it, great, but I wouldn't like shotgun on the one yard line. What's his obsession with shotgun formation? I, I anyway, it's it's and immaterial. All the, and, and all the inside runs too. Like it, it worked out a little bit better this game, but like over the court, like the season, like all these like shotgun halfback draws or halfback dives and things up the middle, like. They don't work as well, especially for Cook, who works better in open space. Like, why not run a sweep or a toss or something else? Or like, I, I just don't get it. Like you said, I mean this this play action. Why this this offensive line isn't built for running the ball is the problem. But at the same time, I feel like you could. Well, I think they're off- better. They're they, they can do better now. Like I think with McGovern and, and Osiris, they can, they can do that. It's just that they're not calling the right plays. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, when we were now that I, the Bills aren't out of playoff contention, obviously, but it's not. No, they're done. It's not no, good. It's, 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 not o- good. it's over. It's they're done. They're not going to make playoffs, which might be fine because then they can fire Dorsey at the end of the year. I think they could fire Dorsey even if they somehow scraped into the playoffs. Don't you? Don't you think they could still look at the season as a? Well, as if a they wash- were a one and one and done wild card, seventh seed. Yeah, maybe. I think that's how exactly how it would go, wouldn't you? A one and done. Well, wild I, card. I don't know if they. I don't know if they make it. Look at the schedule. They lost to the Patriots and the Broncos. When when you were going to play the Eagles, like we went through this before, right? Like all these other teams. Yeah, I don't think they win against the Jets next week necessarily. I don't think that that's. I think they win against the Jets. They, they might. I'll take that. They point. might. They might split with the Patriots, so they might win one more game. <laughs> John says, "I want part of that bet." I only say more that because, one game. I only say that because I'm going to that game, so I'm hoping. That... <laughs> At this point, I'm just going for the tailgate experience, and just like when we season, you're way too, way too reactionary. Just like when we season tickets back in the game. day, right? Like we didn't expect them to win any of the games. But we still, but we Broncos still won every Kansas single City. week. The Broncos have gotten a lot better since that seventy to twenty loss against the Dolphins. That's and we've gotten a lot true. worse since that that win against the Dolphins, right? Yeah, like the literally the week after the the Broncos Dolphins game, we crushed the Dolphins and. Went in a different trajectory. Yeah, when you talk about like how to fix this team, um, you know, like you know, in the offseason, we try to think of you know what are the biggest needs for the team and try to rank the t- the needs in the team. And sure, you could definitely come up with some needs like oh, they're really they really need this or they could use that. They could you know this like some sort of wide you know wide receiver two would be helpful. That's better than Gabe Davis for sure. I don't think that makes this current team. If you put that player in this current team, then that makes all the difference. You know what I mean? Like it's not just a simple. Oh, if we had this, then we'd be fine. I think it's much deeper than that. I think it's much more nuanced. So that if it is, then it comes down to more coaching and schematics than than just we just need a player that can do this, right? Because we've said they've had those players. They've had Moss and Singletary. Moss and Singletary are doing absolutely fine without the Buffalo Bills. 
Yeah, the Bills have always had good running back. I mean, even in the drought, they've had, well, because they would always spend too much draft capital on running backs during the drought. But, like, that's never been a problem throughout their entire history. Running backs have always been good for them. Um, they were good tonight. Quarterback has always been an issue for them. So it's good that they have one. Offensive line has always been an issue for the most part. Yeah. they And I think they're, I'd like to think that they're above average right now. Yeah. I think they're about about I, average, slightly above. Like, if you're changing one thing on the entire team, is, is it Dorsey? Yes, absolutely. That's the, okay. the the major thing that I change. And then, I mean, we've seen basically almost the same exact group look unstoppable under Dable. I mean, the only difference is an offensive lineman or two and then one or two receiving weapons. Like, maybe, of course, it's, you know, half the offense, but, you know, they don't. Yeah. They well, the receiving, the receiving, the receiving weapon, weapons would always be like hand-me-downs, right? Like a John Brown mm-hmm. or Cole Beasley. I mean, Cole is Emmanuel great. Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders. But so now they got Kincaid, which should be good. But they're not making. They're still not doing it. Mike, is Ken Dorsey the one thing you would change if you could on this team, or is it just is it is it as simple as they're just snake bitten? Like they're cursed, they just can't seem to get out of their own way. Like I, I hate talking about the Madden curse because <laughs> I don't think it's a real thing. I don't think curses in general are real, but I mean, is it just bad luck? Sometimes it's Murphy's law, right? Where everything goes wrong, everything that can go wrong does go wrong. I feel like that's for the. I think this was a perfect example of that game with the amount of turnovers they had, twelve men on the field for the missed field goal at the end. Like this is, it just all seems to be coming together. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like a lot of, <laughs> as you say, things happening at at the wrong times for him. Don't you think, to some extent, maybe we could count on regression to the mean? I don't know how many games you have to go to, but or go through the problem. The problem uh, with the NFL it's, is it's like season after season we see we see some team. Oh, they one year they won, <laughs> right? They were eight zero in one score games, and then the next year they're zero and eight. Like I don't know. It seems like the Bills have just gotten unlucky a lot of the time. Yeah, the problem is, and like the transitive property doesn't work in the NFL, right? We could say, oh, this team beat that team, so this team should beat that team. We never know. Like they could run the table, or they could lose out. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean it's not baseball or hockey where there's all these games. You only have 16, oh, 17 games. And that's it. So every game is super important. Yeah, I, I just I had I had like awesome time watching this game. Like super high, super low. It was super. It was oh yeah, I had a great really time. I was, I, was, uh, I was like try not to be enjoy yeah. process based, not outcome based. Right? If if every loss you want to kill yourself, there's no point because 31 teams, you're going to be disappointed as soon as you win. You got to start over. Like Belichick is getting crushed, and he's been the most successful coach ever. In history, like you cannot win. Like you will eventually, you're going to get fired, or you're going to get taken off the field in a cart, or you're going to whatever. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. He's getting crushed this year, but he did beat us, so you know. Yeah, I, I think to Mike's point, like that's that's kind of you. You kind of have to view these games as that, or you will absolutely a hundred percent be disappointed. But you have to, though. To my previous point, there's only so many games in the NFL. Like 16 teams are upset. At least, you know. Like every game is a large percentage of your schedule, especially when you're losing it to AFC opponents. Nonstop. So the Bills are 5-5 five and five now. Let's see where they fit in the AF, in the standings. Let me guess. They're in the hunt. 
I don't think they're even in the hunt anymore. <laughs> Let's see. In the conference, they are just above the Broncos. <laughs> no, just kidding. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seventh worst. So that makes them one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, tenth best in the AFC. So they're fighting for a playoff spot between. Let's see. They're fighting for that wild card spot between the Texans, the Bengals, and the Colts and the Raiders. And they lost to the Bengals. They lost to the Bengals. They beat the Raiders, so they have that. Dude, you just if you ever want to question the importance of coaching, I mean, just look at the Raiders, right? The Raiders were terrible. They hadn't scored more than 24 points in any game. And then in in the, the game against the Giants, did they score 24 in the first half? It's just like they fired McDaniel, and all of a sudden – it's it's a McDaniel's. It's all of a sudden it's a different team. Like coaching is, it's just that has that much of an effect. So all of a sudden you take these same pieces, like and you give, let's say you give the Bills a different defensive coordinator. So you give them, you know, maybe the Broncos defensive coordinator or something like that. Like they could be a lot worse than Sean McDermott. Same thing on offense. You give the keys to Josh Allen to a coordinator that's subpar, and you get struggles. You get players that can't get open you get you get dapper dan that's <laughs> what you end up with not Dude, my buddy I, I didn't even notice it because i know we talked about it a while back but it actually says dapper dan on the tag <laughs> and i didn't even think to look at it because it was so like worn but no it says dapper dan right on the tag does it <laughs> for so for those of you that didn't hear that that podcast a few months ago we literally went through we were talking about my buddy somehow and John's like, I got one of those. And we're like, oh, cool. Let's see it. And then it was kind of offline, except I kept recording. And we're like, that doesn't look like my buddy. And you're like, it's totally my buddy. I'm like, I don't think so. And then after a few minutes of Googling, John learned how to use Google Lens. We found out it was a knockoff version by Play School <laughs> called Dapper Dan. Um, and it says it right there on the tag. This is this season for the Buffalo Bills is the Dapper Dan of seasons. <laughs> this isn't this isn't a my buddy season for the Buffalo Bills. This is a Dapper Dan season for sure. But I'm not I'm not gonna let it upset me the rest of the week. Um, I'll just know that I don't expect the playoffs now. We can finally put that to bed, right? Because if they're in the hunt and you really expect it, then you're going to be severely disappointed. I think you guys are so defeatist, alarmist, like, oh, the playoffs are over when you're 500. I think Come we're on. being realistic here. Let's be honest. Like, look at the state of the team. Well, the Bills have. I mean, forget the record. Forget who they've lost to or who they've beaten. Just look at how, just look at the eye test. They look terrible week in and week out. I disagree. They're never going to score enough points. It's, it's, it's people throwing. Dirt at a wall, you and I making a projection. I guess we'll see. The Bills entered the game against Denver holding a 48.8% chance to make the playoffs. Um, let's see. Of course, it doesn't see what happens if the Bills lose. <laughs> if the Bills lost, the Bills have a 19% based on the on the New York Times playoff predictor. I wish I had an account. Do you, does anyone have an account with the, with the uh, New York Times? 19% chance to make the playoffs. Okay. No, I don't have an account with that. I was able to refresh it before the thing said, you can create your own account for $1 a month. <laughs> you got to right click and then print. <laughs> Is that what you have to do? <laughs> Hold on, I got to do that. Right click, print. 
Loading do a preview. Quick print screen before before it uh, goes to the thing. Buffalo Bills lost to the Denver Broncos on Monday, dropping their playoff chances to nineteen percent. So yeah, that's that's not that's not defeatist, Mike. That's not alarmist. It's just those are the statistical. They went in with almost a fifty percent chance before tonight, and even with things going their way somewhat this past weekend, there's just nineteen percent chance. It's not good. I think that's is that is that the would you say that those are the odds during the drought? I feel like they were better odds during the drought, don't you? No, yeah, because the NFC was better than the AFC during the drought. Yeah, the AFC is so good now. Like all the up and coming, it's even worse. All the up and coming quarterbacks all drafted out of the AFC. <laughs> CJ Stroud, AFC quarterback. I mean, the Bills could tank, but like, I mean, don't they have a lot of draft picks anyway? Like, don't they, they do. have like nine or, nine or ten draft picks? They do have. Uh, they have one last because they traded for Razul Douglas, which looked great again tonight. I thought it's just close to having a strip fumble. <sighs> Right. Yeah, so I mean, it just comes down to like what what fixes the team, and if it's not this year, if it's next year, how do you fix it? Is it offensive coordinator and maybe even special teams coordinator? Yes, 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 and yes. Because <laughs> neither have looked good. No, Bills haven't. Had, you know what's you know what's disappointing? I, I know you've been talking a lot about special teams. It feels like the Bills spend a lot of money on special teams players special team specific players, doesn't it? They use like a lot of draft capital. It's like in the fourth or fifth round, like don't plan on this guy being a starter. Just plan on him being used for special teams almost, you know, like the, I mean, that's, that's, that's been happening since the nineties. Like they've always been like that. Like even during the drought, um, I don't know what other teams are like in that regard, but I mean, I don't know if they, yeah, I don't know. You have to have specific players that can do that really well. So, I don't know how much there is getting away from that, but obviously they haven't been doing it really well recently. Yeah, I think I think what what's going to happen is this coaching staff, specifically McDermott, is going to take a, a a cold, a good hard look at, at themselves and decide where they really need to make some changes. And not only just like oh, fire this coach, fire that coach. It's like you know what what are we doing wrong that's causing this? What's what's providing these opportunities for Josh Allen to get flustered. I saw it's so funny because everyone, you know, Mike, you just said alarmist defeatist. I, I don't necessarily gravitate towards these weird conspiracies, but people are like, oh, well, you know, Haley Steinfeld is like, you know, the reason like Josh Allen clearly isn't concentrating on football. Like he said in the press conference over, over the, over the spring or whatever, when he said, this is the most focused I've ever been. And then they, people were showing pictures of him on a golf cart at the masters, you know, doing the match and, you know, dating Haley Steinfeld and the cover of Madden and these commercials for Verizon. And they're like, how could you be? I, I don't necessarily think that that's the case. No, though, Cause that's, you? that's any, that's any star quarterback. Like they have that, right. I don't think that makes or breaks. But people are looking for reasons why Josh Allen isn't playing well. So now they're going into his personal life. You know who he's dating. Why? Why that matters? I don't know. Um, Let me tell you what, though. Like they gotta figure something out because, McDerm- especially McDermott, because if this happens again next year, he could be on the hot seat. Oh yeah, yeah. Someone was saying that Bean would be the one to fire him, and I'm like, I don't think Bean. I think McDermott has a straight line to Terry Pegula. I know that. You know, Bean makes a lot of personnel decisions, but I think that I, I think they all work in concert, like which is good, which is good, right? Um, but if this all happens again next year, and I don't know what what's going to happen with OC or special teams or anything else, but if they let's say they miss the playoffs this year, and then next year they miss the playoffs or or 
some combination of sneaking in seven seed and and losing like McDermott could be in danger too. I think that's I think that's a possibility next season because I mean this ownership they signed you know both of them through twenty twenty seven I believe with this latest contract extension thinking that they'd be there for the new stadium like the the owners clearly have the new stadium in mind and they want it to be a competitive team they have Josh Allen everything's going right for them you don't want to market a team that's on the that's trending downward for future season ticket holders right especially when they have to pay PSLs and and all that um business wise if the bills don't pick it up next year i'd say that they probably are in the hot seat and i don't even know if it's a matter of like they make the playoffs but they squeak in in the hunt sort of fashion next season i think that you know that the, anything other than winning your division might be seen as a loss to ownership potentially like they used to do like they have been doing so far but. yeah and i don't think like i think bean has been fine like i don't think at least for the next couple of years like I, I think he's going to be okay. But I'm, w- I'm worried about the coaching staff in general at this point. Not McDermott this year, but maybe next year. But, like, this year, definitely offensive and special teams coordinators. And But, like, I don't – they have to make those decisions. Like, wh- what are they going to do? If they, if they keep them, then that could be disastrous for McDermott. Yeah, the Bills have the 10th playoff spot right now. So they would have to move ahead, obviously, a few spots to number seven. <laughs> Squeak in. <laughs> They would need, I mean, they have the same record as the Texans, so uh, it's just, you know, or they have one one less loss than the Texans. The Texans had a bye, so yeah, a lot of things. So, I mean, is there any, like, Gettysburg of the game? John, I think you mentioned Gettysburg of the game earlier. Um, well, I think that, that went away with the loss, but, it, I mean, it could have been. That the Tier Johnson fumble, fumble recovery? The, yeah, with the Court and Sutton, um, with the terrible Russell Wilson pass that was like way too late thrown and way behind them. That could have been it. Cause that led to the bills touchdown to tie it. And like, they could have won the game after that, but um, I don't know if there's anything. Yeah. That led to the bills catching up and tying the yeah. game at 15, 15. I wouldn't say there's a Gettysburg in this game, not for Buffalo at least because they lost. So <coughs> excuse me. Um, I'll go over stats of the game real quick. Uh, Josh Allen, 15 for 26, 177 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, one fumble like we mentioned earlier. James Cook, 12 carries, 109 yards, and he had that 42-yard carry, which was his longest carry of the night. Latavius Murray, nine carries for 68 yards, uh, one touchdown, and then Josh Allen, four carries for 13 yards. Gabe Davis was the leading receiver uh, of the night. Uh, two receptions on six targets for 56 yards. Uh, Dalton Kincaid was five receptions on six targets for 51 yards and one touchdown. Stephon Diggs, this was kind of surprising. Three receptions on five targets for 34 yards. Diggs should have been involved a lot more into this game, don't you think? I mean, there's been games where he's gotten 12, 13 targets. Were, were, they, were they playing him that tough where he just couldn't make a play on the ball? I like the idea of spreading the ball around more and not having to throw it to Diggs 20 times a game. He also dropped one, too. So yeah, there's Every, that. Everyone along was dropping with, them. along with along with everybody else. But yeah, Russell Wilson, uh, twenty four for twenty nine, one hundred ninety three yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um, people are saying Russell Wilson is cooked. Um, I mean, you wouldn't know it tonight. Not that he looked spectacular by any means, but he didn't look bad. He looked very efficient when he had the ball. I mean, do you remember that like shovel pass that he had to keep the 
the drive going on third and six or whatever. Like, what a great play. Like, he played lights out. Yeah, in general, he, he played really well. Played really well. Uh, Javante Williams leading uh, rushers, 21 attempts for 79 yards. And then the leading uh, receiver was Cortland Sutton, eight receptions on 11 targets for 53 yards and one touchdown. And those are stats of the game brought to you by the Twin Spires Sportsbook at DeLago. Uh, I mean, we did Wall of Fame. I mean, I don't know if it's worth even talking Wall of Shame because we we put basically everyone but the defense on the Wall of Shame. Like, I put Allen on there. I put um, Cook on there. Um, but even though he had a really good game besides those two fumbles. Dorsey, special Dorsey. teams, everything else. Everything else. Tyler Bass made a big play. Like you were saying the thing about Reed Ferguson, like that was awesome, but it was 25, 30 yards after the catch. Like what what good does that do? It's the same thing with Tyler Bass. Tyler Bass getting in there, 5'10", 180 pounds. Who gives a shit? It was 25 yards after the guy caught the punt. Yeah. I mean, I get that. Oh, yeah, long snapper made, made, a, made a huge tackle, whatever, but like. He shouldn't have to. I mean, it's like what, why are we celebrating the guy getting like that far downfield, right? It's it's just like these teams that like they're down by twenty eight points. Oh, I scored a touchdown. Oh, I'm all into it. And like that's that's great. You know, you're still down by three touchdowns. Like, <laughs> like flexing on a first down catch after yeah, you're down yeah, by twenty eight points. Like, yeah! yeah, it's like you were not gonna win tonight. Yeah, or you're like making a huge tackle, being down by so many points. Like, like what? A, like, great, great tackle. But like, let's you know. Yeah, and you know what? Like the anti to that, when Allen scored that on the running touchdown to give the Bills the lead for the first time, like you know the offensive lineman came up to lift him up and everything. But you could see it in his face; he was not in the mood to celebrate. He was like all business at that point because he knew that you know they're like the way the game has gone and that you know they were in jeopardy of losing. So like he. It's not time to I'll celebrate. Gi- I'll, I'll, I'll give Alan credit for that. You know, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in the mood to celebrate, and I, and I get that. He was all business, wasn't he? He was just like, okay, yep, all right, we got to do this again. This isn't good enough. This isn't going to win it for us, or put us far enough, far enough that we feel comfortable with this lead. Yep. So I mean, we we covered a lot in this one. Um, you know, not to drag everyone down, but this was obviously a disappointing loss. It went to the final seconds. Uh, Bills couldn't get out of their own way. In the end, of course, uh, nobody beats, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. It's like nobody beats the Buffalo Bills like the Buffalo Bills, just shooting themselves in the foot, just mistake after mistake. But it is what it is. So, um, any final thoughts or anything else before we end this one? Before we talk to everyone next week after the Jets game? No, that's a no for John, no for Mike. So, thank you guys all for listening. Again, this episode is brought to you by the Twin Spires Sportsbook at Delago, where there's going to be plenty of other fun games to bet on. You know, luckily, if you listen to the preview podcast, you know, we were talking about the, the Bills, uh, Bills Broncos game. We didn't necessarily think that the Broncos would win, but we were thinking about taking the points, you know, the Broncos and the points just to be safe. And that ended up being. A good win. If you bet the money line on the Broncos, it was plus 310. <laughs> so that's not that bad. I wouldn't have bet that, but I didn't like that game in general. But hey, so again, thank you to everyone who's listening. Um, we'll, we're going to have plenty of more discussions about where this team is headed, where the Bills can improve, where they can look towards per- perhaps. I hate thinking about the draft in November. <laughs> It's a crazy to think that, and I'm not ready to. I think that there's still a small chance. So until the Bills lose, until the Bills lose what six games, 
or seven games, I'm still going to hold on to hope. I think a 10 and seven team makes the playoffs. So um, I give it two more losses before I really get down. So there's still a shot. It's just a tough schedule. It's just a really tough schedule. So, and this was one of the non-tough teams. Anything can happen any week. I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> I never thought we'd get to this point. <laughs> Bills are six and a half favorites against the Jets. Right the ship next week. Right back on track. All right. Signing off for, so that was Mike signing off. That's a good one. That's a good way to end it. Do you want to say go Bills or anything else? Or Oh, I could. If you guys are done, oh, is, there anything, is there anything else? Ali Aiken, we could talk about the game. I don't want to talk about the draft and next year and all that hot garbage. <laughs> what else did you want to say? Sorry, I, th- I thought I said final thoughts. Go ahead. Um, hmm. You know what? <laughs> nah. <laughs> what a tease, man. <laughs> well, what do you want to talk about? Something other than the Bills? One thing that does give me pause is... um. I feel like the window has shrunk in terms of um, success in the NFL. Cause like when McDermott and Bean and Allen, like, okay, we got the core together, right? Like, Oh, we, we got some time, but it's interesting to see like some people just come in and just take the league, like CJ Stroud, right? Like not just rookie of the year, but maybe like MVP level performances. And you're like, huh? I mean, I really like our guys and like rolling with the, with the team we got, but wow, definitely. It's just indicative that everybody's constantly trying to improve. Right. And like sometimes certainly the bills feel like it's standing still, no doubt. Yeah. You know, I think that like the antithesis of it, when you were mentioning that was like when big Ben retired, Andrew Luck left the league, Tom Brady eventually retired. You're like, Oh, the bills like have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And then now you see CJ mm-hmm. Stroud and all these other guys starting to appear. And you're like, ah, oh, man, like these guys are, there's more good talent coming in. It's not like it just stops. <laughs> like you said, the window, it's not like it's just, okay, we're not letting anyone else in. It's constant. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. Uh, Guys just having r- real success real quick. And we're all just like, oh, um, we're going to put it together. Allen's going to put it together. But, I mean, geez, Jalen Hurts has already been in the league four years. Two has been four years, right? Like, geez, we talked about C.J. Stroud. But, man, a lot of good Sam Howell's lighting it up. All right, let's not get carried away. Allen. <laughs> Brock Purdy. Sam Howell. <laughs> Josh Allen's. Josh so Allen is still a top three quarterback. Sam Howell still sucks, right? It's going to be fine from that standpoint. They got it's coaching. That's where the gap is. They need to bring in Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I I'm just trying to. It's play calling. I think I, I agree with that. I think the Bills could find an offensive coordinator that's better than Brian Dable was. I don't think that's out of the realm. It just stinks that like the good offensive think... coordinators, you won't they won't get a job with the Bills as an offensive coordinator. They want head coaching jobs, right? Yeah, I mean, the other part of it is you're not going to find one in season, and you're going to have to wait till the end of the year. So it is what it is. As much as I hate that saying, but well, to me, that's like worst case scenario is that is they let Dable stay, which is or I'm sorry, Dorsey stay, which is fine. Let Dorsey stay. But then like in the last four games, like they end up going like eight and nine or nine and eight, and they just like torch everyone. And you're just like, wait, is he really a good coordinator then this whole time? Or, you know, if they stay status quo and let's say they finish, you know, eight and nine, but the defense is still struggling, then Well the the schedule is offense. not favorable. So like if he's doing it against those teams, then there's something to that. 
But we always say the Bills lose the games they should win and wins the games they should lose. So maybe it's setting up perfectly. I don't know. People said that in the 90s. Like, e- even in those teams, they like, oh, they play to the Colts level or whoever was in their division that was terrible at the time. I think it's one of those, like, any given Sunday things. Like, every team is good. And it's just I agree. one of those things. And we've, we've all said it at different points. But the fan base was crucifying Dable, like calling for his head week in and week out yeah. before he became amazing, the savior. Yeah, yeah and I disagreed know. with those people just for the record. Like that, you can go back on the other podcast. Like I was, you, no one's you guys, go back and check. You can say whatever you, you it, can claim whatever some you, of you want. Like wh- one of you two, or maybe both of you at times would put, would put, See, nobody would put Dable on the wall of shame. And I would actually put him on the wall of fame one, one of those games. Um, I do remember you, you kind of liking Dable when we were just like, what is he doing? And I gave... And you being like, oh, he's going to be the greatest head coach of all time. Yeah, I don't know about that much. That for you? one year. I... <laughs> <laughs> one year only. <laughs> but I did... I, and, and, I, and I was kind of giving Dorsey the benefit of doubt for like a little over a year, but the last four or five games, I've... I, I've... I've I, I've turned over a day is, on, or Dorsey. I mean, um, yeah. Is how you feel about Dorsey worse than you ever felt about Dable? It feels like it. Yeah, I liked Dable. So like, you were always high like, on him, even when people were low on him. So you never really got this low, right? And like Dorsey, like at the very beginning, I like, well, you have to give him the benefit of the doubt because I don't know anything about him. Um, I gave him all of last year in like the first four games of this year, first four or five games of this year, and. Since then, it's like looking at those games and then even like expanding on it and like re-looking at the games from from last year. It's like, I don't I don't think he's it. So. So the Bills lost five games all by a total of a touchdown or less. One score or less. All the games. That's amazing. I mean, look at look at I mean, look at all of last year. Right. So like they. They only had like that. three or four losses in the regular season. Well, right? I mean, you talk and, about them having two or three starters. But, the back. Same, but it was the same problem. It was like it was the offense was way too transparent. They just happened to play teams that they had an easier schedule last year, and they just happened to play teams that they were able to beat. And also because they had a great defense. Yeah. So I was going to say the defense is the big thing. They had a lot of close games last year, but they just happened to win them because of that. Like they win tonight if they have. Tredavious White, Matt Milano, Daquan Jones, probably right. Like, I th- probably, yeah. I think, I think that that's that's a fair assumption with those guys. Hopefully, <laughs> you'd assume Benford, Hyde, yeah, right. But you can't you can't blame it on injuries though because they still played really good on defense. It's I, li- the I like I like how they were they were mentioning you know the Broncos. Oh, the Bronco Broncos are losing you know safety Kareem Jackson. I'm like. If this was any other year, the Bills would take advantage of a safety being out, right? Like a like a halfway decent safety. Like let's throw it. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like even the, have... even during the drought, they would try that. Yes, even during right? the drought, they would try that. Like Chan Gailey would be like, hey, you know what? Ah, maybe we'll throw out this guy. Yeah. Instead of running it with CJ Spiller, like they wouldn't even they would actually like try it at least, even if it wouldn't work. The Bills are like, nah, <laughs> let's just keep doing what, the game plan that we had. Like, let's not adjust to the... Forget that we have a top three quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Let's test that new that safety that's not a starter normally. Let's test him. No, 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 no. Let's not do that, even with Stefan Diggs over there. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, 
with you know five games lost, all within a touchdown or less, um, all within six points or less, rather. Uh, that's off. That's all regression to the mean, man. We could win out. Yeah, twenty-two to sixteen. The guess a couple of years ago where they they lost a lot of games with that were touchdown or less, right? Yep. And then we we're we we're talking about like, well, how many NFL games in general are lost by touchdown? Last less? year they they Which lost is a lot. lot, right? Like most games are close. Most games aren't blowouts. So like the whole touchdown or less thing, it's like, well, whatever, right? They've won two only two out of their five games by a touchdown or less because they had three blowouts. I think what. It, really comes down to is the bills suck <laughs> just unlucky just really unlucky this year along with it's more than luck they just are not good they're not good the offense is not good and the special teams is not good anytime you want to blame josh i feel like he's part of, part of that percentage if you blame it like 20 or 30 percent on josh or whatever like a part of that percentage no matter what you give him is part of dorsey's responsibility because he's not Dorsey's Dorsey is the largest percentage for the offense for the team for the team like, the offense about in general this. the largest percentage of the issues on the entire Bills is Dorsey right now I'm convinced there's yeah. other blames to go around but I think the largest percentage is Ken Dorsey I, I love his passion but he's not it no no arguments here what do you what do you think Diggs was pissed off about last year coming in and still coming into this year. He supposedly said that, it, that he supposedly it was said that. it wasn't that though. Like they asked him point blank, well, was gonna, it Dorsey? He's gonna, he's he's gonna like, say it's not. It's not he, Dorsey. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna, he's, yeah, he's not gonna say it. But I, I like how you just like ah. He, did, he, I was like, well, he did. Now nah, that doesn't count. <laughs> we just dismissed it up. No, it couldn't be it. I I agree with you, but he did say that. I mean, he could have answered it point blank in a different way, so as to leave it a little bit more open ended. But so. Well, this has been fun, obviously. Um, appreciate Mike and John coming on. We're recording this afterwards, so it's a little bit later. Um, so, I mean, it, by the way, this, so this isn't dropping on Buffalo Rumblings until Friday. So there's a possibility that uh, someone's been fired by then. So this reaction will not make all the sense. We're talking about, you know, the special teams and, and offensive coordinator. Like, they both might be gone. Maybe one of or none of them are gone by this point. So um, we'll see what happens with that. Appreciate all you guys listening. Again, this episode is brought to you by the Twin Spire Sportsbook at DeLago in Waterloo, New York. John, so signing off for John. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> signing off for Mike. Go Bills. And for me, Nate, go Bills. Thank you guys all for listening, and we'll talk to you all again soon.
you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. Um, well, listen, I give you, the whole show is called Circling the Wagons. Say no more. I love it. <laughs> that was terrible. <sighs> that was a rough one. You guys should just not watch anymore. Prolong your life. <laughs> I, I, How did, could you imagine doing this during the drought? Well, I guess it, like it would be way more expected, right? Like, wouldn't feel like we're wasting talent. Wasting Josh Allen, wasting the good defense. I mean, the the defense was overachieving during the drought, so they were pretty good still. But like decent run game, I guess. Like there's always a little bit of hope still, but like nothing like this, right? It, like you, you feel like you're in contention with the players they have on the roster now. But like back then, it was like yeah, whatever, you know, same old, same old. So I put a post, a poll on Twitter: Are you done with this team? Yes or no? And guess what uh, most people selected? Yeah, I'm done with this team. 72% said, yes, they're done with this team. Yeah. No, I mean, done could mean a lot of things. To me, it means I'm done for this year. Like, like they're not going to do it, right? Other yeah. people might be thinking, oh, I'm done with the Bills forever or whatever. Like, I'm not one of those, but just because, you know, I'm not going to, like, bandwagon somebody else. I've been following the Bills for 40 years. <laughs> Bills defensive end Leonard Floyd walked out of the x-ray room. Linebacker Terrell Bernard walked in. Jeez. I was actually surprised Bernard was playing because I, I, I just assumed they was going to be out. But even then, they still had five defensive starters out. Three, I mean, Hyde, Benford, White, Milano, and Jones. Like, crazy. Mike, you give up on your beard? Oh, yeah. man. I can't to see how it was going to be this next weekend. I thought I noticed oh. it yes last night, but I didn't say anything. I wasn't going to say anything because I thought he was still growing it. It's hard to tell if you not if you don't stand close enough. Sometimes <laughs> the video quality is not the best. Yeah. Next next year next year give it three weeks, and if you don't like it after that, just give it three more weeks. I always get like to the end of the month, and I think like, oh, should I keep growing the beard out, or should I go back again? I always go back. <laughs> I have other things I'm devoting my time to this November. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like what, Mike? <laughs> Just other causes I've found to devote. To like not doing other things also though, right? <laughs> but it's sometimes it's like when you're not doing something, you think about it more. It's like if I tell you like don't think about a white polar bear. That's I can't you can think, think about, about anything else but a white polar bear. <laughs> that almost makes it worse to not think about it. Try not to think about mm-hmm. polar bear. <laughs> so you're saying that like <laughs> November actually makes it worse. Like probably the traffic on certain sites is probably more than it's ever been. <laughs> People are trying to limit it. 